Welcome to Triangle 411, the pulse that moves the Triangle world today. It's a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, what's trending, social good, events, and boundless other adventures. A conversation pit of comedians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Innsbrucker. Hi, friends. It's October, and that means Halloween. And that means Sabuki. So here we go again. Triangle 411 has brought you many different campfire fright stories in the past, and this year is no different. What is different is you can check out some hauntings for yourself. Dr. Catherine Laughlin is a North Carolina native, being born, raised, and educated here. In fact, Her family traces directly back to North Carolina's first families living here since the 1730s. She lives in Cary and is a member of the local chapter of the Daughters of the American Revolution and a board member of the Friends of the Page Walker Hotel, which serves as Cary's historical society. Catherine has a production company, the City Doctor Productions, which tells the stories of local history through original theater productions, film, and innovative community events. Her productions are award-winning. So what about those hauntings? Catherine has created the History That Haunts Carry trolley tours to bring paranormal investigations to historic locations in downtown Cary. Let's get the 411 on this. Welcome, Catherine. Hi. Great to be here today. Let's get right into this. Um, I'm curious about all of it. First of all, why do you feel activities such as this trolley tour are important? Well, um, I have a consulting business called The City Doctor, where I've worked with cities around the world for the last 15, almost 16 years now, studying what makes people love where they live. And one of the surprising discoveries along the way was how important understanding the stories of a city um, help people attach themselves to it. But people don't always show up at the history museum. So I decided one of the ways to help would maybe to play back, if you will, the history of a city or a town or a neighborhood back to its residents in an engaging way um, and hopefully get them to feel some sense of place and a sense of time and a sense of love for that story and how it helped build the place that they're in today. And that sounds particularly significant as Carrie grows. I, I think that's one of the reasons why I felt compelled really this year, um, now that we're kind of uh, walking or inching our way out of COVID and everything else, to do this tour, because there is a lot of influx coming into Carrie. And we have in Carrie a lot of wonderful things that are attracting people. But it's important for people to love the place because it also helps them to want to protect it and preserve sort of the thing that made them want to live here is the thing that we want to keep going. It's the soul of a community. And so that's an important thing to understand and preserve. So Carrie is ripe for this kind of intervention, if you will, that helps people really connect with their place as soon as they get here. 
And I understand this is the first time select carry historic and privately owned locations will be open for paranormal exploration. How did you get the green light on that? (laughs) Well, you know, I, um, as part of my research, I have to say, one of the things that I studied was how do you get young talent to stay in a place? And we had all of these complicated ideas and projects and thinking about what it takes to get young people to stay in a place. And it turns out what they told us was, well, just ask me. (laughs) So I've always carried that message with me, which is don't make it complicated, just ask. And so I reached out to each of these locations and offered to sit down with folks and tell them exactly kind of what I'm telling you about why I wanted to do this, what it would look like, um, and how important, and this was another benefit for me, I got to tell the owners a little more about their own property that they didn't know about. And Mm. so they really felt like, hey, this, this girl's on my team, so to speak, and she loves this place and will take care of it as I would. And it made the alliances become a lot easier once they understood that I that I was coming from a certain place, if you mm-hmm, will, mm-hmm. and wanting to bring their houses onto the tour. So what are we talking about when we say paranormal activity at these different sites? You know, apparitions, footsteps, moving objects? <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, you know, very excited to bring some of this out on the tours. I, with my team, we went to each of the locations and did our own little investigation, um, just to see if we, what we could find. Um, And we were very impressed, let's say, of the things that we found. We went off the reports of the owners of the homes or the, uh, or of the, of the businesses in some cases about what they were seeing. And yes, it's the full body apparition um, is more of a black mass, which is something you hear people talk about in the paranormal, where it just looks like a shadow figure, as they call it. And this person, uh, in two of the locations, we have one of those that just likes to walk over and over between two areas. <laughs> um, yes, it's 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 Getting amazing. Goosebumps. I know, <laughs> it, and that's the idea is. Like the history is still revealing itself. And then when you know the story of the house or the location, you can start putting together who this person might be um, and what kind of ha- what kind of situation would put them in this in a place where that is a habit that they would want to continue or is impressed onto the property. We also did uh, what we call EVPs where we um We electronic voice phenomenon where you just take a digital recorder and you ask questions um, and you don't usually hear anything in the real time. But when you get home and load that thing up onto your computer and put headphones on, you know, sometimes you not always, but sometimes you definitely hear people hear voices and they don't sound like my voice does right now. It sounds a little almost a computer generated distant in a tunnel kind of answer. Um, probably one of the funniest, we, and they're funny sometimes, some of the funniest ones we got was in one of the locations, Cotton House, um, which as everyone knows is a local beer and brew stop uh, in downtown Cary. And Cary was also a dry town. Mm-hmm. I mean, until very recently, mm-hmm. if you really want to know. 
And the owner, the first owner who built the house, William Passmore, um, was a friend of Frank Page's, who was the founder of our town. And so he was very anti-alcohol. It was their idea that we weren't going to have alcohol and carry. And so one of my investigators said, because we heard footsteps, we heard footsteps in the room next to us. And Mm. uh, one of my investigators said, why don't you come on in and sit down? I'll buy you a beer. And we heard nothing. You know, we just we kind of could hear these footsteps, but we didn't hear any response. But when we listened to the audio, she says, come over here and I'll buy you a beer. And there's this pause. And then you hear, no. Oh, my (laughs) God. Goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm I'm just oh my hair standing on my uh, standing up on my arm. Oh. I, it's really interesting. And yeah. so what I want to do is, you know, I don't like to treat anything like a, a sideshow. And so when we're on the tours, we're gonna do some of these investigations that we had some success with. Um, But because we have a group with us, we probably will split the group up and try different investigative techniques in different rooms. Um, People are welcome to bring. There's a lot of apps out there these days that people use in ghost detection. Um, My investigators can tell you which ones they like, which ones they don't. You can try that. But if all else fails and, and we make them very shy when we're there, I'm going to be sending out what we found um, to our tour guests when we when we investigated these these locations, and I might do it even before the tour, so mm-hmm. people can really get their cackles up mm-hmm. and ready for what they're going to see. <laughs> that would be that would be the way to go, I think. You know, get okay. people because like I'm already like I got to go on this tour now. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get a ticket. Gotta get a ticket. Um, and you know, and you're right because a lot of things don't show up at that time. I've been on some ghost tours where they say, take your camera and take pictures and you don't see right. anything. And then later you look and there's orbs in the, in the frame yes. and such. So. Yes, it, that's, that is very true. And one of the members of my team is an empath. And so that means he picks up on the energies of places and, he was really valuable to us in, in while we were sort of going through, because I could brief them on kind of the stories of the house and what could have created uh, an imprint. And he was really spookily accurate in figuring out, you know, I really get the sense of a man here. It's an older man. Oh, I get a sense of a child and how that would line up in the end with the stories of, of events that would happen in the location. So you got to use a lot of different tools. We've gone a long way from seances um, in the paranormal investigation world, and I'm excited to share all that new stuff with Mm -hmm. the folks on the tour. Okay, so let's talk about that tour specifically. Let's break it down a little bit. First, uh, participants, so it's not just a walking tour. This is kind of cool too. Participants will travel to each location by trolley. What can you tell us about the trolley? Yes. So this is a historically inspired trolley um, that uh, Raleigh Trolley actually uses on a lot of their uh, ghost tours and regular tours as well. So it it has a a specific trolley driver um, that has to be just for the trolley. And uh, it is got the little wooden benches on each side. And um, it will be, as I understand it, decorated for Halloween. So I don't know Mm. exactly what that might look like. (laughs) But I thought, you know, I've done tours. I've, I've tour guided and created tours in other cities. And 
I even asked people on my page, I was like, you know, would you like a walking tour that cost a couple of bucks less or a trolley tour where we don't have to worry about weather, but it'll cost a couple of bucks more. And I think it was like 80 or 90% said, uh, trolley, please. Mm -hmm. So that way people can really enjoy some stories and can hear me better, you know, Mm -hmm. so I'm not like yelling over carry traffic. And then there's always the people who didn't sign up for the tour and all of a sudden are walking with you mm-hmm. <laughs> you're on the tour. Yeah. So we thought this would give our folks a special treat. Well, and it's different and unique. So so that's always a winner. So right. let's talk about where what are the some of the stops on the tour? Yeah, so I already hinted about Cotton House. Um, that was originally known as the Passmore House in Cary. It was built in 1900. It is a very historic home. It was also the home of children um, who were boarding at Cary High when Cary High School, which is now the Cary Arts Center, was a um, was a boarding school for because it was the first public school in North Carolina. A lot of people don't know all this history, so uh, it has a lot of energy. L- in let it. me let they, me stop you there a minute because sure. this is another thing that I like about this particular tour. Besides all the, you know, you're kind of going for the Halloween spooky stuff, and sure. and that's fantastic on itself. But you are going to offer a lot of historical information uh, on this tour. Absolutely. I, again, this is, you know, to me, this is how I hide the broccoli, if you will, of getting people to fall in love with Carrie and its history and feel a sense of pride about it is to know how, wow, Carrie was the home of the first public school in North Carolina. It started as a boarding school and kids came from all across the state to, to go to school there at Mm. that building that's called Carrie Art Center now, you know, Mm -hmm. I think it's really important, but as I said at the beginning of our talk, I I think knowing that history is what binds us to it. So I have to make sure that the foundation of anything I do for Cary or any other town is that history that I know people will will love and, mm-hmm. and become proud of. So let's just run through because we're we're getting close on time. But so we've got okay. the Cotton, Ho- Cotton House. What Cotton what other House. stops? Then we're gonna head up down down to the Page Walker, uh, which was a hotel obviously built by the founder of our town and went through some families. But the behind the Page Walker is uh, Frank Page's Smokehouse. I mean, it's original. Um, so we're going to go by there, <clears throat> and I'm going to tell a couple of, of stories. There's a couple of, of uh, Civil War ghost stories in that neck of the woods of Cary that I want to bring up, and the fact that the Smokehouse is original and kind of some things that have happened around there. And then we're going to continue on down to the Matthews House, which today is a um, is an event venue, um, but it was actually built by a wealthy man um, who had 10 children, and they all attended the, the boarding school, but he did not like the idea of his children boarding with strangers, so he decided to move to Cary and build his own grand house, mm. so, and they could all stay with him, so there's a lot, and it, it actually passed on to Bob Strathmore, which a lot of people no, Strother, I'm sorry, Bob Strother, who was a great florist uh, for Carrie, but was also ne- also nationally recognized. So there's some history there. And then we're going to head on down to the Douglas Realty Group. Um, and it's an office, but it used to be Hobbies, 
which was the center of the universe in carry as far as technology goes it was the original apple store if you will mm. um Mr. Hobby had the first televisions in, in Cary mm-hmm. in his front window and people would come and watch mm-hmm. um, important events on television because we didn't they didn't really have them at home. So there's a lot of history there. It's also right next to the original Masonic temple um, that Cary has that's actually right over Ashworth's. So there's a lot of history right through there. And uh, then we're going to head on down to the Cary Arts Center. Uh, and there is a particular story associated with the flagpole um, mm. there and some history that happened there in the 50s. And then folks are welcome to um, continue on back to the Cotton House or they can step off the tour at the flagpole and head to their car. Or But the trolley will continue on back to Cotton House where people will disembark and um, get to enjoy the rest of their evening. So something, too, that I want to point out, I understand if you spook easily, there's liquid courage opportunities uh, <laughs> available. So so tell us about that. Yes, I, I you know, yes, I, I <laughs> we wanted the Cotton House uh, as well as uh, the Matthews House. Um, so it's right at the beginning and kind of halfway through. Um, to be able to provide folks, if they want, um, any kind of refreshment. But what's particularly cool about the Matthews House is many people know they just opened their own bar on the inside there, and it is gorgeous, called Prohibitive, which, again, ties to Cary history because it was prohibited in Cary to have alcohol. Mm -hmm. But they're designing a special drink just for our tour guests. And I'm supposed to keep my mouth shut about what that is, but <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> so if you're, so you meet at the cotton house to, for the tour to start, do you get your, get there early to get a drink or? I would. I mean, if it were me, I, I ask folks to be at the tour to check in no later than 10 or 15 minutes before the tour starts. But I would encourage everyone to, you know, we have tours at six um, and eight. So there's going to be some turnover there and we're going to spend about 20 minutes at the cotton house and people are welcome to have a drink while we do our investigation there. But yes, I would have people come a bit early, enjoy the day, soak up the ambiance and and then get ready for the tour. Okay. And who's sponsoring this event? So the Douglas Realty Group um, really came to my um, rescue uh, in being able to design this tour, research everything on the tour, and rent the trolley. This is my first year doing a tour for Carrie, and so um, Leslie Douglas, just who is a native Carrieite, by the way, um, and has all of her high school paraphernalia out on the shelves of the office there when you walk in. And in fact, it is her paraphernalia that something likes to play with um, and mess with. It's one of our paranormal stories. So we're very grateful to Leslie and her team for seeing the vision and catching the vision of this tour and wanting to be a part of it exclusively. Mm -hmm. She said, I don't want anybody else doing it but me. So that's Mm -hmm. been wonderful. So I'm I'm going to ask for information where folks can go on this, but just before, just curious, at the start of the show, you mentioned, um, consulting cities. Now, did you do these kind of tours? Maybe not, maybe not paranormal, but historical. It was that part of what you did as a consultant? Yes. I mean, it was one of the things I did. uh, I was the tour guide and helped produce um, a haunted walking tour for Holly Springs. 
Um, I've also done like walking tours for residents um, around their community so that they could see maybe parts of the community they've never seen before or get invited to maybe where there's new development happening, which also always causes angst and, and people want to like know what's going on with that. I believe boots on the ground um, is very important in the creating of places that people love. Um, you have to have that relationship and nothing replaces interaction um, mm -hmm. and one-on-one -on -one interaction with your place, even if it's an area of your town or your history or something you wouldn't normally travel through as you're going to work, school, and, and, and worship every day. Okay. Um, so yes, it was definitely something I would do for okay. my cities. Good. Okay. So if you could give us information, a couple of things. So tell us where folks can go to learn more about this, this tour and if it's sold out of tickets, uh, where they can learn more. Cause I tell us about the other outings you have brewing, because I know you've got a lot of things coming up. So just generally where people can go for information about this right. uh, tour we've been talking about or other things that you have coming up. The best thing to do is go to Facebook and look for the group called the City Doctor Productions. So the City Doctor Productions will not only have information about this tour and where we stand with tickets, but also will be where I will always talk about what's coming up next. And yes, I, I believe in doing something, especially now that I'm before this, before COVID, I was always on airplanes. I was consulting around the world and I was on airplanes nonstop. And one of the blessings that COVID gave me was the fact that I didn't want to do that anymore. Um, I wanted mm -hmm. to stay home and be and help the place I love best, which is my home state of North Carolina. So uh, I believe in doing more of these. And we've had such tremendous response with this that I know I have to do more. So I think in November, um, again, little known fact, Cary used to be the gourd capital of the world. Um, so I'm partnering with Cotton House on doing a special market in November, a maker's market. And part of that will be a dedication to the fact that Cary was the gourd capital of the world. We're going to see some very unusual gourd designs that our community used to make and win awards for all around the world. Um, and we're going to do that then. And then December, um, another special history in Cary is around the luminaria. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is going. But luminaries and, and what a powerful, peaceful thing that can be for communities. So we are going to bring back uh, the luminaries for, I think it's its 50, 50th anniversary of being a part of Cary Christmases um, down at the Page Walker. And it will line the streets as you go to the tree lighting ceremony. And there'll be horse-drawn carriages. And there's going to be a little play that I'm producing that actually tells the story of, and it's a funny story, of how the luminaries became such um, a staple of Carrie holidays in December. So uh, we're going to become our own little Hallmark town for a, a few days in, <laughs> in December. And then, of course, I do private tours and I'm working on designing a couple of other tours. One's called Carrie Confidential, which is always it's all, all only about the stories that very few people know about Carrie, um, like it was almost the home of the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. I was almost the University of Cary. We were also almost the state capital. So there's lots of stories. Um, and so we're gonna take the trolley out again 
and do carry confidential. But um, I also have guests who reach out to me and say, hey, I have people coming in town. Can you put something together for us? Um, sometimes walking, sometimes trolley, and uh, we have a we have a great time, so we can do that too. So you can contact me through the Carrie, um, I'm sorry, the City Doctor production page, everything there on Facebook, including how to reach me. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much for not only putting this on, but you know the the little bit of history lesson we all received today via this podcast. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It was great talking to you. I, I hope to see you on the tour. You probably will. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) Thank you. Well, certainly a lot, a lot to take advantage of um, and and something for everybody. If you're not into spooky things, you might want to take in this gourd uh, event she's putting together. So certainly a lot. And it is good to learn about your town and it helps you become part of the fabric of it. But right now it is time to high five and say goodbye. I'm Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today's pocket, those that fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Winston Churchill